Well, welcome. We're back to what's on your life plate. It's a beautiful Friday. It is, I believe, April 29th. Um, and uh, Sandy is on vacation. Kathy Sawyer here. And Sandy is gone for a month. So today we have setting in a young man I'd like to introduce who is extremely involved in our community. He has been in the Redcoats in the Chamber of Commerce. He has been emceed share house open house he has done so many events in our town that has supported the community that he is very well known and it's a blessing to to know him and be a part of his life and i'd like to introduce you to my son eric sawyer hi eric how hey, you doing i'm good thanks for the introduction you're welcome i appreciate it i know appreciate it it's a it's fun to to be able to sit with you today and do this it's nice to hear your mom say nice things about you so that's always a good thing <laughs> i always joke with people whenever i see see somebody new that's new to me or new to my life and i need like a quick uh you know connection with somebody i'll say you know something like you know i i think i'm a pretty nice person at least my mom tells me i'm nice and, <laughs> and that seems to go well so yeah really it's true it's really sort of fun because he and i are sort of in this community we never know who we're going to run into and because i do what i do for a living as a mental health therapist eric will tell me oh i was at an event last night emceeing and i ran into so and so and they said they know you and they said some really nice things and they said that you're taking care of them in your office and i'm so grateful that and Eric will always go, well, I wouldn't know that. She is a professional secret keeper. Oh, yeah. People yeah, people tell me that all the time. Your mom saved my life. I had a guy break into tears. And I've, told, I've shared that story with you. He told me that he literally saved your life. His, his divorce he was going through, he was at his wit's end, and he was contemplating different ways of, of taking his life. And um, you not only got them through kind of keeping the marriage together, um, but saved literally saved him from taking his own life. So... Whew. That, that happens. We see each other. We see people in the community all the time where stuff like that happens. Oh, you're Eric's mom? Oh, yeah. your mom is Kathleen? Well, I have to give God the glory because I just get to be the tour guide on the Whitewater River raft. <laughs> Same. Sometimes we have, I think they're classified as fives and fours. The, yeah, the rapids? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, some days we have fives, some days we have ones. <laughs> and so Eric and I are very blessed. I've always told Eric he'd make a great therapist. He's a wonderful realtor, so if you need a house to buy yourself, <laughs> give us a Shameless. plug. Shameless. Shameless plugs. <laughs> plug for my Shameless son. Plugs. But he's a good guy and an honest guy. But that's the cool part about being in this community um, as it is. I know that um, it's just those connections with people that make it so nice. You know, in talking today about um, different topics about where we are, what, what, where did we land today, Eric? What are we going to talk about? Well, we said that our gut feeling was to talk about gut feelings. <laughs> that just made sense. So, by golly, the gut feeling piece. Have you ever been sitting at home and been thinking about something, and all of a sudden, just this big, strong feeling came, a gut feeling over it? And I just, Eric, I don't know about you, but I can trust my gut. I think that... Um, I can look back and point to times in my life when I didn't listen to my gut. Amen. Me too. And, and, and it shows that I probably should have listened to my gut more yep. often than not. Yep. So I think there's something to be said for that because where, where is that gut feeling coming from? Is that from our own or is that a God given thing? Is it, yep. where is it coming from and, and how do we know, you know, when and where to follow it? Yeah, I was probably, oh my, maybe in my 50s and I was on an airplane and I'd been talking to a woman, we talked about life, her life, her children, where she was from and just this, and I had this gut feeling just to share the Lord with her, but I didn't. Uh, about 15 minutes later, she died 
right before me. Her, on the plane. On the plane. Her yeah. eyes went back. She went limp. Stewardesses are coming. That thing, that fib thing, or what do they do when yep. they shock you? Yep. They're coming. That's coming. They're pulling her over me. And uh, her husband's on the other aisle. I mean, the chaotic was crazy. They, we get to, we finally stop in Portland. They take care of her, get her off, and I'm a mess. I'm a mess. And I looked at the stewardess and I said, do you know where they took her? And she said, well, I really shouldn't tell you, but she told me the hospital they took her to. Mm -hmm. So I, I had to know. I had to know if she lived because I didn't listen to my gut feeling that day. And here this, I mean, that to me was so big. Yeah, yeah. I had a gut feeling to share the Lord with her and then she dies right beside me. That's kind of a big deal. Hello. Yeah. So I, I had to, I had to find her. And so I got home and I called the hospital and I said, I know you're not supposed to tell me anything, but I was on the plane next to the woman they brought in that died and they did revive her. Is she alive? Can you just tell me that? And they said, yeah, she made it. So mm. then I remembered her name. And so about four weeks later, the Lord laid it on my heart and I started listening then. <laughs> and I called her where she lived and her husband answered. And I said, I identified himself and he started crying. And he goes, oh my gosh, you're the gal that da 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 da. Um, and so then she got on the phone and I said, I just have to know that you're okay. And she said, I am fine by the grace of God. And I said, you know that day, the Lord laid it on my heart to share him with you. So thank you. I'm so glad you know him because then we would have talked about the Lord on the plane. Yeah. I said, but that day, gut feelings really made an impression. That's a pretty good story to <laughs> confirm that you, yeah, that's, yeah. Well, and have you ever had a gut feeling about a friend and you call them and they go, bud, dude, you have no idea how I'm so glad you called me. I really yep. needed to, or I yep. was just thinking of you. Well, that's where you wonder, like, where does that gut feeling come from? Is it our own instincts? Is it something that God does for us? I go back to a, a college experience that I had where... Um, I was in my third year of college and I had a pretty good idea of the direction I was going in broadcast and I kind of knew what I wanted to do. And, and I was playing baseball at, while I was in college and oh, there, yeah. there, was, there was this one particular day where it was a sunny spring day and it was like one of the first sunny spring days that had been mm. in a while and I didn't want to go to class. Like that was the last <laughs> thing on my mind. I wanted to skip class, go enjoy the sun, go have some fun before baseball practice that day. Uh, and, um, something in my gut said, no, you have to go to class today. And I was like, no, I started and you'd arguing. Have been how old? You'd have been about how old? Uh, 19 or 20 at this point. So I have this internal like debate. No, I don't want to go to class. Yeah, you should go to class. No, I don't want to go to <laughs> oh, class. Oh, I've been there. I was like a two year old having a tantrum. <laughs> and so finally I was like, all right, fine. I'll go to class and I'll be responsible. <laughs> and I went to class. Well, that day we had a guest speaker. That showed up to class and the guest speaker was a guy named Bruce Walker and Bruce was there to talk about a brand new program that the college was offering about sports marketing and sports broadcasting, which we didn't have and sports broadcasting is what I wanted to do. Ah! So it was a total, that was all gut where I was going to skip and my gut said, no, you should be in class today. Well, was that my gut or was that God? I like, think it's God. You know, so, I'm with you, especially yeah. when it persists that strong. Yeah, right. Well, the other, sometimes I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to do to do and it passes. But I think when it's as strong as that one and mine, it's like, that's got to be God going, yep. hello, hello. Yep. I've got, I want to use you as my disciple right now. Yep. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That one sticks out for me as a, as one of the all time. And then you've got others throughout your life. I think we can all point to those, yeah. right? Where we have those scenarios that 
that are meaningful and impactful to us. Some literally life-saving, you know, situations like yours um, with on the plane, you know, on the flight. Um, others life-altering. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, it's like we have those gut instincts. Sometimes it's little. What should we have for dinner tonight? Fish or beef? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like fish. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. that's pretty easy, but... Sometimes it's, do I go left at the stoplight or right at the stoplight? You go right and find out later that there was a big accident, you know, minutes later on the other side of the intersection, you know, and you would have been in the middle of it. You know, as I'm thinking about what we both do for a living, I'm a mental health therapist and you are a real estate agent and an awesome one. Do you believe, because I think in my practice, I get gut feelings when I have clients. Do you get gut feelings with your clients? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah, bet. Absolutely. Whether we should or shouldn't pursue a house or whether we should or shouldn't um, ask for things in the market that we're in right now or, you know, yeah, a lot of that stuff. Um, sort of helps us, guides us through mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. helps us through that journey. Definitely. I think so too. Yeah. Where do you think gut feelings could get us in trouble? I think if you... Um, ignore some of the things that may be otherwise very, very obvious against whatever that is. Like if you have clear and defined obstacles ahead of you and you push forward with your own agenda, then are you really listening to your gut or are you pushing your own agenda? And that's easy to sit here and say, but in the moment, hard to do because relationships, that's, that's gotta be one of the hardest. Should I stay in this relationship or should I get out of this relationship? Well, gosh, I have all this all this data emotional right, stuff. to support why I should get out of this relationship. The person doesn't treat me great. They're disrespectful to me. They don't support me. They don't do this. They don't do that, whatever. Like there's all these bad things. I should probably get out of this relationship, but you stay. Why do you stay? Oh yeah. You know, your gut says to stay or you think your gut says to stay. I think I might've shared in a past podcast, but this is true. I went to a women's worship night and the pastor's wife was speaking. I had already decided I was going to divorce my husband. It had been hard enough, your dad, your stepdad. And I was really struggling. And I was done though. I I literally knew I was done. So I go to this worship night and she starts talking about forgiveness, husbands, and it tweaked me. Mm -hmm. It messed with me because I really felt, and it actually changed my gut feeling. Because before that night, I knew I was, I thought I was gonna go and have total peace about my decision, but her speaking, and that was like, she could have been speaking to somebody else, not me, but I took it as me. Yeah. And so I stayed longer. Yeah. In the marriage, and I shouldn't have. That's why it's easy to sit here and say this stuff. <laughs> but in the moment when you're in taking, you know, you're taking live bullets, you're in the trenches, and there's the, the firefight happening all around you with whatever it is you're in the middle of, that's hard. Yeah. That's very challenging. Yeah. Um, and so, how to yeah. hear it. Yeah. And let it stick. I think, I think one of the tr- true tricks is like really just staying true to what you're ultimately trying, like what, what you're hearing and why you're hearing it and, and what is going to be your ultimate best, most healthiest outcome, you know, for you. You know, that reminds me of a, of a, of a devotion you and I listened to Oswald Chambers and one of his said that, have you ever prayed and got an answer from God and then you talked to man and you changed it? Yeah, right. And I have. Absolutely. Ah! Yeah. It happened that night with yeah. the pastor's wife. Yeah. I heard from God. I had peace. And then man, what they said. But say. again, so and then in your defense, and this is where it gets really tricky. In your defense, you thought maybe God was speaking yes. to you through her. Yes. So you were still trying to listen to God <laughs> and, and be, you know, disciplined. But you listened to man. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's I, tricky. And do you, do you believe that 
God doesn't yell at us, Satan does, that God's counsel is, is kind and gentle when he gives us something. I don't know. I hear you dummy quite a bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what I, do you mean? I, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I agree with you. I think, I think that's definitely true. What do you mean, you dummy? Like I hear God saying, you dummy, why did you do that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I have heard that too. Yeah. Oh. No, I, I envision God just sitting there just like with his head in his hand, shaking his head going, oh, I can't believe you just did that. I tried to save you on really? that one. Like, come on. I tried to help you. I gave you roadblock after roadblock. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Road sign after road sign. I know that, um, and you may remember years ago when I did the concerts with Bruce Wickersheim at the Columbia mm-hmm. Arts Center, and it was beautiful. It was Christian artists. We'd have Black Gospel Night. We'd have Country Night. We did all these things, and it was costing a lot of money. But Bruce and I really believed it's what God wanted us to do. We really did. And then someone came to me and said, do you think God would have you go in debt? Mm. Oh, huh. Wow. Nobody would buy the tickets at $8 a ticket. And we had some named people. Yeah. And and it was so weird. I don't know if it was Vancouver, Washington, and maybe we should have done it in Portland back then. But I, Bruce, Bruce and I really just sat and prayed about it. And we decided it was our own egos. Ouch. I hate to say that out loud, but yeah. it was. Yep. He's an incredible musician. And I loved managing people. I had managed artists before. And so it truly was a blast when we did them. It was exciting. The first night we dressed in tuxedos. I mean, it was fun. And I think we got off on the fun of it. And God would not have us go into debt. Right. So. Well, I think you just hit on something that gets us away from our gut so much is our own ego. Good one. Bingo. It's, it's, our, it's our own ego that's driving us because it feels good, whether it's a spotlight or whether it's a financial reward or whether it's mm-hmm. the reward of another person that for the moment they like us and we get caught up in that moment of they like us, mm-hmm. you know, um, whatever that looks like that kind of sometimes tends to be our own ego, of what we want and what we think. I know. do like the scriptures that talk about ego and pride that it, it'll kill us, mm-hmm. you know, that if each time, and I've, I've heard you do give God the glory with your hundred men that you founded and that you're doing, um, which is awesome. If you're a man out there listening, it is an incredible opportunity. Uh, my son founded 100 Men. Uh, he knew that there was a place called 100 Women that I was a part of, and so he was sitting having breakfast one time, and somebody said, oh, is there 100 men? 100 there, Men Who Care. 100 Men Who Care. They, um, and, and the gal said, no, there isn't one. And she said, you ought to start it. So my son did, this mm-hmm. one right here. So it's an incredible organization where they nominate um, three um, nonprofits and the guys vote on them. It's at the Heathman in Vancouver, and they literally have done things that will blow your mind. Their last one, they gifted how much to who? Thir- a little over thirteen thousand to um, Northwest Battle Buddies, which and is then, uh, a couple thousand dollars to a, a couple other nonprofits as well. But um, the Northwest Battle Buddies group is amazing. They um, so uh, backing up just really quickly, 100 Men Who Care, we, our sole purpose for doing, for, for being a, uh, an entity at all is to support the nonprofit community that we live in. So we support all of the nonprofits um, with our donations, essentially. Um, but the 100, or excuse me, the Northwest Battle Buddies group, they train um, service dogs um, for veterans, United States veterans with PTSD. Is that cool? But listen to this, you guys. Listen to these stats he's going to share. Please share those. So Shannon Walker and Ovi from Northwest Battle Buddies shared some statistics the other night at their presentation that were just really powerful. And their group is just absolutely amazing. One of my all-time favorites. Um, 
There are 22 uh, suicides a day in the United States from uh, United States veterans. So 22 a day. Um, that number is just staggering when you, you just think yeah. about it. These yes. are men and women who have you know, given their lives and served for our, our freedoms and, and the things that we enjoy uh, as United States citizens. Um, and Northwest Battle Buddies in the, in the years that they have been together have created 170 partnerships between man and dog. So 170 partnerships between the U.S. veteran and then their new service dog that is their companion dog. Oh, I love it. And of those 170 pairings that they've created, they've had zero suicides. Zero. Zero. So they are succeeding extremely well in their mission. So So if you're a guy out there and you're wondering what to do with $100 a quarter, $400 a year, that's all you guys, $400 a year, you can do that. You can save a vet. You can, I mean, they have supported and, and really loved on so many nonprofits that if this pulls at your heart at all, um, just please, you know, get here or... Um, my son's website is... Oh, it's just 100mencc, um, so 100mencc.com. Yeah. yeah, and you'll just be blown away at the good that they're doing. It is just an awesome opportunity to just move forward. And that was my son that morning having a gut feeling to speak up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Talking about gut that's feelings. True. And then a couple months later, the funny cherry on top of the story was standing in a room full of women because I was at the 100 women meeting and I hadn't committed fully to forming the board yet or any of the 501c3 status or any of that stuff. And I just thought I was going to be there to like watch their meeting that they were having and Catherine Morris introduced me in front of the whole group as the guy who was going to make it all happen and start this hundred men. And I just literally looked up at God and went, you're hysterical. This is great. There's no turning back now. Okay, God. So, committed. Okay. I'm, I'm on board now. And he's doing an incredible job Ugh. and I hear good things about it. So um, just know that gut feelings come from, from, you know, as we talked about today, they can come from our flesh or from God. So even if you have to stop and take a minute and throw an arrow prayer up to say, Father God, is this from you? Um, that's what I need to do. My life scripture is be still and know that I am God because I'm constantly moving. And I gave it to my son here as well. He's He moves the same speed of me. It's next, 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 next. And so I think that for us to be take a moment, slow down, and just listen to our gut mm -hmm. feeling. And so I appreciate the time that you've given us today. I thank you. I hope that your weekend is full of good things. And I hope that maybe if a gut feeling comes, <laughs> you'll think of us and just take a minute to respond to it. Anything else you can think of on gut feelings? No, thanks for having me. I appreciate being a guest. Thank you for being yeah. here, everybody. Don't forget your questions. Please send them to what's on your life plate at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear it. We thank you for the feedback that we've already gotten. And I hope that you just have an incredible day. And if you don't, take a minute and look to see how you can change it. Thank you. Bless you all. Bye-bye.